0: Hello my friend, welcome to today's podcast episode. Today we are going to be talking about a typical day in the life of ovulation and I'm going to be doing this for all four phases, for ovulation, for luteal, follicular, and menstrual phase because truly how we support ourselves, the things that we have strength in, the areas of which we operate best differs based on what phase we are in. And so I'm going to share with you what today has been like in a ovulation phase day for me. I'm going to give you a rundown of like the schedule so kind of like the time frame of my day and then i'm going to circle back to the what so for example when i say i worked from blah 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 to blah 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 i'm just going to run through the schedule first and then i will get into the specifics of what those things actually were that were phase specific and i just want you to know that during this ovulation phase you have strengths and the The areas of which are really gonna work in your favor during this phase is communication, high energy, you have this ultra magnetism about you and use these strengths to your advantage. So whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a stay at home mom, or you work outside of the home, I hope that you take some of these things and think, okay, well, when I know I'm in this phase. It would be a really good time to take care of these types of tasks or activities that we need to do in, you know, your home, in your family, in your work, in your career, in your health and fitness and all of that. So, I'm really excited to do this series with you, but I want to let you know that I have made Cycle Syncing 101 the straightforward information for you to learn. Straightforward, so easy, so quick. You also get my free Cycle Syncing PDF. I created it all in a web class that I am now offering it to you for free, so to Learn from the Cycle Syncing web class to start syncing with your cycle, knowing what's supportive of each phase, kind of like when each phase happens, my favorite tools to sync with to that I used to sync with my cycle and then also my cycle syncing cheat sheet that just made it so straightforward for you to know what phase you're in and what is supportive of that phase what to do during that phase to support your body nutritionally physically mentally emotionally so that you aren't harm doing more harm to your hormones because it really is what we do in our day-to-day that is either going to support our hormones or send them off on a crazy spiral. So if you want that free web class, all you have to do is click the show notes of this episode or it's always linked in my Instagram bio. If you go to my Instagram bio, click the link, you will see the free web class there. Okay, let's talk about a day in ovulation phase. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I wanna help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here, and welcome to today's episode. All right, my friend, I love ovulation phase. I think we all do, because it really is that phase where we feel high energy, we feel really good about the situation that's around us. We often have these rose-colored Glasses on. This is the time where we are crushing our to do lists, are thinking of new ideas. We have the energy, we want to be around and do others and do social things. And this phase is really great. We have a lot of really wonderful strengths in this phase. So I'm going to run through what a typical day in my life is like, what I do. in my day-to-day, what I do in my day-to-day, so I am supporting my hormones but also utilizing my strengths of this phase so I'm not working against myself. And as we go through the phase, we're different phases, we're gonna be talking about this. So like I talked about in my typical week video, or video, we're on a podcast. In my typical week podcast, I was sharing with you guys that right now in the season of life, I'm not waking up before my kids. That has served me in some seasons. That is not necessary for the season that I'm in right now. It's just really what's working for us based on what season we're in. But my day does start usually, typically before 6 a.m. This morning, it happened to be 6 a.m. because that's when my oldest woke up. He wakes me up. He lets me know he's awake, and then he goes downstairs, and I get my workout clothes on, put my contacts in, go to the bathroom, do that kind of stuff, but from the time I wake up until 7 in the morning, it's mom mode. It's getting the kids their breakfast, getting them dressed and then us getting out of the door at 7 a.m and i have found a good flow and system of making sure at 6 15 it is i get my dog up <laughs> get my dog out of bed get him fed and then when i'm done taking care of the dog the kids will get their breakfast and i make their breakfast at 6 30. they get dressed at 6 45 so then it keeps the momentum of getting out of the door at 7 a.m It keeps the momentum going and I do commute them to daycare and our daycare is a bit of a ways away, but she's 100% worth it. So I have an hour commute to bring them to daycare, get them dropped off and then drive back home. When I'm driving back home today in ovulation phase, I listened to a really great podcast. I love listening to podcasts on my drive home from dropping them off at daycare. From 8 to 9 a.m., this is typically when I would work out, but because I did a longer, uh, more intense workout yesterday, I didn't work out today. So from 8 a.m. to 12, that was when I sat down and got a bunch of work done. I'm gonna cover what that work looks like as I finish what the daily schedule is like here. At noon, I ate lunch, and then I kind of just like chilled relaxed was on my phone for a little bit that always makes the time go by so fast and then once I have finished eating finished scrolling on my phone then I had to do some things around the house I did some laundry picked up a little bit and then last night I actually noticed a there was a stain on Bryce's carpet from having a shake and I know he's like so not supposed to have shakes on the carpet but you know what mom life happens so I actually had to research how to get this type of a stain out of the carpet because it was completely dried and then had to create this solution and it literally took me like a full-fledged hour to deal with the stain situation but long story short the stain is out and we're all good and we're just fine and then from two to three i got some more work done well maybe more like 1 145 to 3 got some more work done from three to four i'm gonna relax i'm gonna read my book a little bit i gotta swing by the post office and then around four o'clock i go Head to my commute to pick up my kids. That takes me from four to five. When we get home, we kind of get um, the kids situated. The kids are exhausted and so tired at the end of their day. What do your kids do when they get done with school or with daycare? I know my kids don't get screen time at daycare, so they come home and they just kind of want to veg out, relax, and watch a show. So I do turn the TV on while I am cooking dinner. 5:30. My husband gets home. I typically have dinner ready for us to eat around 5:30, 5:45. Yes, we do eat early. We <laughs> we eat our dinner early, um, and then we have family time until 7 o'clock. This also leads to another question: What do you guys do in the time frame between after having dinner to when you get your kids ready for bed? In the summertime it's really easy we go outside we play we we you know like sometimes maybe go to a park neighbors see us outside so then the kids will have um, neighbor friends to play with or something like that but as it's starting to get cold i'm like what are we gonna do if we really can't go outside or if we do go outside it's just for a little bit because it's just getting chillier and yeah, this does depend on what phase of my cycle I'm in. Typically when I'm in ovulation phase, this is when I am like, Bryce, let's go on a bike ride. Let's go outside and play. Let's go see what the neighbors are doing. Are the neighbors outside? Can we go play with them? Or we, we really try to um, go out and do something at this time, even if it is just something simple like playing in our yard and our kids like playing this like rocket launcher thing and then at seven that's when we start bedtime routine so if you're a mom you know sometimes that goes by quick and smooth sometimes that goes by very long and depending on how the bedtime routine situation goes kids are typically in bed tucked in read to clean and have their jammies on and asleep by eight After eight o'clock, my husband and I really just kind of do our own thing. Some nights we are having a conversation. Sometimes both of us are looking at our phones. Sometimes I'm reading and he's watching a football game. It really just depends. But if we're talking about tonight, tonight I really do anticipate us like me getting a little cleaning done in the kitchen and whatnot and in the living room and having some conversation because I know during this phase like it is a great time to communicate it is a great time to open up in communication my husband is also going to be hunting this weekend so he's not going to be around to hang out with i'm going to have plenty of solo time while he's gone and um we'll probably chat a little bit then and i'm an early bird or a, i'm not a night owl i am an early bird so i will be in bed reading probably by like 8 30. <laughs> 9 o'clock, and I read until I am ready to turn off the lights and fall asleep. So that's kind of the rundown of the schedule of my day. Now let's get into some of the what, what I did, what I'm doing to support my body and work with my strengths because I'm in ovulation phase. Because in ovulation phase, this is when, and in the beginning of ovulation, testosterone is peaked. Estrogen is peaking during this phase. And so when it comes to, and I'm going to run through the categories of nutrition, fitness, work, motherhood and marriage and when it comes to nutrition because estrogen is peaking we really want to make sure we're eating high fiber foods so the fiber can bind with that excess as estrogen and eliminate any excess estrogen because it's excess estrogen that gets lingering around in our system that often does cause a lot of problems with our PMS, like in late luteal phase, or even some of those problematic symptoms that happen during menstrual phase. And so it's not just about the week of our menstrual phase. What we do in our ovulation phase and follicular phase and, and luteal phase, it impacts how our hormones are fluctuating throughout our entire 28-day entire cycle. So I am focusing on, and when I went grocery shopping, I got lots of veggies that I enjoy raw. I got more flax seeds, so I can add more fiber to my smoothies. I'm also putting in the fruits and the fruits and veggies that are in my foods list in the Feminine Fitness Foundations program. I have a food list, ovulation food list, and I order some of those groceries. I'm eating lots of greens and i am making sure that i am getting enough fiber i was actually just looking at that when it was like does this fruit have more fiber than this fruit you know having a raw apple having a lot of fresh veggies on top of my tacos like a nice veggie slaw sh- on top of my street tacos that I had which I'll run through fitness of like what my typical day of eating was like today I got home from I of course start my day with water and energize and then I got home and I made my Shakeology so I made my smoothie with um, greens and frozen cherries, a scoop of nut butter, some extra one scoop of collagen, and blended it up. And that was my breakfast. For lunch, I had street tacos, and then for dinner tonight, I'm making chili because it'll make a great leftover for us to have, especially when my husband's out of town. I can just heat it up and have a quick meal for me. I actually make my chili with a lot of great veggies in it. I've got bell peppers and celery and corn that I make in my chili. And so yeah, um, with soups and stews and stuff, I typically say putting that in menstrual phase, but it's getting cold out and by the end of the night, especially in ovulation phase, I don't have much of an appetite. I'm starting to notice that. It's kind of crazy how in follicular and ovulation phase, I don't have that much of an appetite. I did have two Reese's peanut butter cups from the kids' Halloween candy stash. I need to get the Halloween candy out of my house. Like I do tend to grab grab a few pieces here and there. I cannot control myself around chocolate. It's kind of crazy, but that's what my nutrition was like today. I typically, when it gets dark out, I typically don't even like eating after the kids go to bed, but if the kids do go to bed and I do want a snack, I did get some Skinny Pop popcorn from Costco and I'm super satisfied with having a little bit of that with some either truffle salt or dill pickle seasoning on it to flavor it up a little bit and... I like snacking on that while I read, but that's not every single night. And since I'm recording this in the afternoon, I don't know if I will or will not have that popcorn, but I figured I'd just tell you. Anyway, moving on with fitness. So I didn't work out today and that's because yesterday I did a longer workout. I did about a 20 minute spin and then a 30 minute strength class. And so my personal fitness schedule right now is kind of like working out every other day I like that I'm able to do a longer higher intensity workout and then take more of a rest day and focus on neat movement which I will talk about here in a second but then the next day I will do a spin class or spin for a little while and then pair it with some type of strength class again and having that be alternate days so I'm not attacking a tough high interval training or high intensity or trying to make um, strength progress every single day I'm working with more of an every other day schedule and focusing on neat movement when I'm having the rest days or you could call it active recovery whatever so I didn't work out today but typically I do that between eight and nine and my jam for um Working out right now is a spin and strength type of combination. I'm having a lot of fun alternating between the two, but also pairing it together. Like sometimes I really like doing a full body strength class and then finishing it out with a really great spin with some fun music and whatnot. So just kind of playing around, having fun in my fitness with work. Okay, so this is where I get really specific into. My cycle syncing um, ways, really, because I did. I sat down one day and I looked at, okay, I what are all the things that I do for work, and what are the like what phase would those things be really, really great in, and recording podcasts, videos, or taking pictures or anything like that is awesome during ovulation phase. So another strength that I told you about you have during ovulation phase is communication. So what I did for work today was I recorded four podcast episodes. I edited two of those podcasts. I was and hopped on a mastermind with leaders within the company, the MLM company I'm Associated with Beachbody, and there were some things on that mastermind that I absolutely loved, and I was like, "Yes, I'm so glad we're talking about this." But there was something that popped up where I was like, "No, I need to speak this this side of things," and I do think that I spoke it in a way that was firm and kind in the same way, and. That led me into having a conversation with some of the leaders on my Misfit Republic team and having some text message conversation and voice memo conversation about what was going on. But in and sometimes when I hop on these masterminds, I don't speak up, especially when it's like late luteal. I may just like hop on and be a fly on the wall, and then like phases like follicular inovulation, especially today. I spoke up and i spoke out even when it wasn't in like full agreement with what the topic was i wanted to share some insight of it and um and yeah so that's a really cool thing to do and i was really proud of myself of and another fun thing i did for work today was i sat down and planned out a virtual girls night on for friday night with my team so this is just so ovulation phase. It's not even funny. So, first to start off with, of like getting the idea of having a virtual girls' night where it's the girls from my team, but I was like, you guys, we're not really going to talk about work or business or stuff. We're going to get to know each other. Whoever hops on will really kind of just collaborate, get to know each other. But I also have a couple fun games in mind. Like, I went to um, a ladies night type of situation. We played a couple of these fun games and I was like, we could so do this with the team on Zoom. So I planned some of those out, got some things organized for that. When it comes to saying like, I, I put out there that I'm gonna do this with my team, that means I created a graphic, I created a post, I put the post in multiple different places so a lot of people, as many people as I can get to see it, see it. And then I make sure that I schedule that post to go up multiple times as kind of like reminders. And then I set out the planning of that. And it's just so ovulation phase because in ovulation phase, you do feel that outwardness. You really do feel like you want to be around other people and not just like at home by yourself. And the fact that I'm like in ovulation phase right now. And I'm like, you know what? I wanna have a girls' night with my team on Friday and just have this fun experience together. We haven't done anything like this in a really long time that isn't in relation to business training or anything like that, and I'm so excited for it. So if you are a Misfit Republic coach or customer, reach out to me or another coach to get the details on that if you haven't seen it. Now, motherhood. Motherhood in ovulation is awesome as well because I notice my personal patience is so good. It's so good. Our drives to daycare like I have an hour and the kids, well, maybe more like 45 minutes in the car with my kids, and sometimes the things that they bicker about, the things that they, it's just sometimes, my friend. And during ovulation phase, I tend to get creative in the way that I am helping my kids work through those. But then sometimes I can just sit there and like laugh it off and be like, they're kids. And of course, they're gonna bicker like this sometimes. And it's kind of silly. And I can see the silliness in life a lot more in ovulation phase and this is often the time too where I talked about like to get out and about I also have been making some plans for visits with my friends the kids friends and that's also a very ovulation phase to be like let's plan a play date let's get the kids together and be around um, other people so that is something that I did today as well marriage <laughs> Marriage during ovulation phase is also awesome. We're not going to get into like TMI here, my friends, but this is also when I just have the rose colored glasses on and see everything that my husband does as just like awesome. And I'm so grateful we communicate so much better. Um, in case you didn't know, biologically during ovulation phase, this tends to be the time where you really do wink wink, like spending special time with your significant other. And sometimes it happens once in a day, sometimes it happens twice in a day, and I will just leave it at that. (laughs) Okay, so there's that with uh, marriage and kind of what's going on relationship wise in motherhood and marriage and work and fitness and nutrition the things that i did today to support my cycle okay let's talk about some favorite things or things you need to know to round out the episode i wanted to share with you guys something that has been really cool for me in my brain space and my mental health and also just kind of really challenged me to dig deeper into my own thoughts and creativity i have been using the website 750words.com so it's 750words.com and you can think of it as like a private online journal so the challenge and the website's absolutely free The challenge is to log on and write out 750 words every single day. Do I do it every single day? No, I don't. I I missed like a solid four days last week. But to sit down and type out 750 words, sometimes I bring a journal prompt. Sometimes I really just like let every thought that's going on in my mind like just type it all out sometimes um, when something's bothering me like a situation happened that was really really bothering me and I seriously thought it out as I was typing it and worked through it I've used it in just so many different ways and I tend to get stuck around 400 words almost every single time but when i continue to persevere through and really continue to keep typing and keep thinking and keep writing so much beauty co- uh, like gets uncovered from words 400 to 750 like I get great ideas some great problem solving some great perspective when I just persevere and stick to the 750 words so yes I love handwritten journals I love having notebooks to write in I love paper planners but oftentimes I feel like my thoughts go way faster than my handwriting And that discourages me because I feel like I can't write it down fast enough. And my brain has moved from the thought my hand is writing to like three other thoughts before I even finish writing, right? And with typing, I'm so much faster. So I feel like I can really type. At the same speed that my thoughts are going at. So, I really do like it. I do like, you know, journal practices with handwriting. I love the power of taking pen to paper and writing down your goals. Like, I think that has way more impact than saying you're gonna type out, you know, 10 goals. Each serves a different purpose, but I was getting journal prompts and questions from a lot of like mentors and hearing about the power of journaling from a lot of other people, but for some reason it was just becoming so frustrating for me, and I think it's totally because... My brain works way faster than my handwriting does. So, 750 words has been really cool. You can use it however you want. The website is free, it is so simple. And if you start using 750 words in any way, let me know, share with me how it has, like, how you've liked it and how are you using it, okay? And then the next thing is really kind of something I needed to know, but I'm sharing with you. Because I think after everything with the pandemic and after becoming a mom, I'm really starting to realize that friendship and community is important for introverts too. I'm an introvert. I like being home. I like my cozy family of four. I love structure and routine and being with my VIPs, my favorite people, my husband, my kids. And in our home, I'm obsessed with us for being home. It's my favorite. It is the time that I cherish the most. But I have found my brain craving friendship in real life events, organizing um, social things for my Misfit Republic community, but not just my virtual community or my work community or my coaching community, but I last two weeks ago maybe, went on um, lunchtime walks with a friend and walking, just the simple walking with her for like 30, 35 minutes filled my soul so much. I enjoyed that time with her so much. I also, when I think about the question, what do you like to do for fun? I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to teach like, a kickboxing class on a Sunday night locally. I could offer it up virtually to anybody that wanted to get in on my virtual kickboxing class. I can make it kind of like themed. I already made the playlist for the Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera class it'd be like a britney song then a christina song a britney song then a christina song and we'd be doing like kickboxing and boot camp style um body weight exercises and i would just love a group of women smiling and sweating and feeling encouraged and empowered together and i'm like wow i really am crave cra- craving that in-person conversation even in the time of um, bringing Bryce to Sunday school, I actually brought Bryce to Sunday school, and then Jace, my youngest, goes into the nursery, and I ended up just kind of standing in the nursery talking with two of the other moms that were volunteering in the nursery, and I walked out of church, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't hear a sermon, but man, my heart really needed that connection in that community. I had a friend come over, um, to my house just for coffee and she brought our kids and we chatted. Like I, I really am feeling like, okay, being in person with other people is important for my introverted heart, which makes sense. It was actually funny. My mom brought it up probably a month ago where she was like, you know, you say you're an introvert, But when I like her memories of me as a teenager specifically was like constantly in a lot of different activities. I was in school activities and extracurricular activities and sports and going to the community center and being around people that I babysat for and like I had friends that weren't just from my small town, I had friends, friendships from other towns, and I was just always going to sporting events and basketball games and meeting up with a lot of different groups of friends. And that was really interesting to me. And I was like, you know, so, so true. And so right, like, I, loved that I loved that before having kids and being an entrepreneur I mean same thing when I started my business I was building my business and working at the gym and teaching group fitness classes and I had friendships outside of the friends that I had at the gym but then I also had really great friendships with people at the gym which one of those (laughs) is a man named Sean that became my husband and I just have always really thrived when I have I don't want to say a lot on my plate but just a well-rounded a well-rounded life and I think as moms I know I'm not the only one that's kind of been like how do friendships even work or happen after becoming a mom because trust and believe I have a lot of friends a lot of friends that I want to meet up with way more than I do I I have so many friends that in my heart, I send them love every single day and I think about them every single day, but we don't necessarily talk. And I know after becoming a mom, some of my friendships, you know, got put on the back burner and that caused hurt feelings and, and all of that. and and truthfully, like, there are times where I'm like, how do you even be a good friend? Like, I don't even know how to be a good friend. And I have those thoughts about friendship and and whatnot, but I'm coming to understand, and this is so relevant to like ovulation because in ovulation, it's like, yeah, this is when you probably want to have... Um, a girl's night or date night where it's more of like a couple setting or I mean so specific to even Halloween like I was just I had so much fun Halloween weekend my husband and I went out one night and I met some of his coworkers and then we went and did things and met people through trunk or treat at the church and it was just like a great time and I've been having fun being around other people but I'm an introvert. So that's just the crazy thing, right? So to round it all out, and thank you so much for still hanging out and listening to me rant and banter about these topics and whatnot. But um, I hope you just enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope that you check out that free cycle syncing web class because in that web class, you're going to learn so much. You're going to have the few steps to get started with cycle syncing, to know the few things to get started in supporting your mind, body, um, your health, your energy, all of that in what phase that you're in, you get my cycle syncing cheat sheet all for free. But then there's also a a bonus for you at the end of the web class that you can take advantage of if you've been thinking about the Feminine Fitness Foundation's um, self-paced program. So thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Please let your bestie know that this is your new favorite podcast. Leave a review. And if you didn't like the podcast, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye, my friend. Hold up, my friend. Wait a minute. Do you wish there was a way to stop the weight loss struggle? Let's end the misery of cutting calories and increasing cardio as our only approach to achieving our goals. And I know what it feels like to be constantly obsessing over my body, working out harder, eating less while not seeing results and actually seeing things go completely backwards. Imagine if you knew how to work with your body, what would it be like to deeply know and understand what your body is going through and give it exactly what it needs to look and feel your very best. This is exactly why I created the Feminine Fitness Foundations course, where I teach you how to sync your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle while increasing your metabolism. You will walk away with understanding each phase of your cycle, what is supportive for each phase, and I know that most plans have you focus on what to cut out, stop doing or eliminate. But my approach is teaching you to focus on what is supportive for your body and what to and do to enhance your everyday life, not deprive you from it. For a limited time, the Feminine Fitness Foundations is available as a self-paced beginner's course. If you get started right now, you will get access to the course and bonus materials like my cycle syncing cheat sheet, meal plan, food list, and four-week strength strength training program. You guys, go to tinyurl.com forward slash feminine foundations And enroll right now, like go right now, sister, because I cannot wait to help you realize your hormones are your superpower, not the curse of aunt Flo, and how to use cycle syncing strategy to work with your body instead of against it. So the link again is tinyurl.com forward slash feminine fitness, or you can check out the link in the show notes of this episode, or it's always in my Instagram bio as well.